bigotry, recidivism, mass incarceration, criminal justice reform. Yeah, these have all become popular topics in the past 15 years. It seems that a lot of experts have emerged and everybody has an opinion and a program to solve it all. I've been on the ground in prisons and on the street doing the work for the past 34 years. I want to introduce you to others who are on the front lines grinding it out every day. I'm Rocky DeYoung, and this is Kicking It Off the Grid. Today we are pleased to have with us Bridge Sky, who is a certified peer recovery specialist with Minnesota Recovery Connection. Bridge and I met uh, about a year ago when we were conducting a forensic peer recovery specialist training at their facility. And uh, she is a learner. She's a sponge. She loves soaking up information. Uh, she also participated in a master class that I have on facilitating inside of a prison or in a correctional setting. She came into Waseca Women's Prison with me for four sessions, and she is on the road and very excited about uh, volunteering and getting more involved with recovery and reentry, especially on the federal side. So. Let's kick it with Bridge. Greetings, Bridge Sky, and welcome to the podcast. Hello. Yeah, good to have you. Uh, Thank you. Good to be here. I'll, I'll just say right off the bat, um, you kind of inspired me to get a podcast going. When, oh. you, when you invited me to uh, your gigantic studios over there in Fridley, Minnesota. There's a lot going on there, right? basically a closet with a microphone. <laughs> yeah. It's a meditation room. Yes. It's peaceful. Right. So that just got me thinking and got me rolling. So it's nice to have you on the podcast. So introduce yourself and then uh, maybe tell us where you're working and what you do. Sure. Well, my name is Bridge Sky. I am a certified peer recovery specialist and a certified peer support specialist at Minnesota Recovery Connection. I've been there since September. I was just finishing out my first term. I'm actually hired through AmeriCorps. And I just signed on for a second term that'll start again August 29th. So I'm excited. All right. Well, let's, there's a lot right in there. Uh, tell us about AmeriCorps and how that works. Um, well, so AmeriCorps has a lot of like smaller groups that they separate out. And so most people know AmeriCorps for the math and reading. Uh, but where I stem from is the Recovery Corps, 
portion. Then I actually went to a gathering and they had like a forestry group and an energy efficient group and a heading home group. I didn't even know how big it was. Um, but it's, I believe it's like a, isn't a government yeah. based funded program for the community and giving back. And what I love about it, because I just, like I said, we went to this gathering and it really is for people that want to give service. You like serve back to their communities and the world. It was very inspiring. Oh, so they, so you just checked them out online and went over and checked out a meeting or how'd that work? Well, it just all kind of fell into place. I just kind of went with the flow. So I've been doing peer support just amongst my groups in recovery uh, initially. And then someone told me about this. You could take a one week training. Like I was actually already enrolled in college. I was going way above and beyond trying to get like a like a degree and some licensing stuff. I wanted to be like all kinds of things, but um, they told me, well, there's this one week big training you could take. It's 50 hours. And then you become this certified peer support specialist. I'm like, wow, that sounds really official and cool. And if it's just peer support, I'm already doing that. So I did not expect. So I did that um, with Minnesota Recovery Connection. So I really jumped right into it and I loved it. That one week really solidified a lot of things that had already been living and thinking and feeling. And then I just felt so validated. I, I was like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is my passion. And now I have like this awesome like certificate that says I know something. <laughs> and then <laughs> just from completing that, I saw um, there was job position with the mayor course. So I just applied online. And then one of the options after my first initial interview, just to make sure AmeriCorps thought I was, you know, qualified. Uh, they gave me a list and Minnesota Recovery Connection was on there. And they were like, do you have, what are your first, second and third choices? I'm like, no others, no other choices. Uh, Minnesota Recovery Connection, that's what I want. <laughs> and I got it. Okay, so then, here I am. then how does that work for compensation? Does AmeriCorps pay you or MRC yes, uh, or? It is perfect, especially for someone like me. So I'm a single mom of five children. Whoa. So a big part, uh, two of them, are need full-time daycare. So a big struggle I've had is finances. And uh, they it's a stipend bi-weekly pay for the, it's 11 months each term. So it's 1,100 I get every two weeks. That does not count as income, which it sounds oh. unbelievable, but it helps me because I do get assistance, you know, for food sure, and sure. health insurance and stuff like that. So. But they cover. They have health insurance. They pay my health insurance, dental. My oh yeah, the biggest part they pay for my daycare. They pay for my daycare. <laughs> they just made my dreams come true. So that was very right. cheesy, but it's legit. I wouldn't be doing and sitting where I'm at today if it wasn't for AmeriCorps and this wonderful program. Right. And how many terms can you do with them? I've heard up to four. However, oh. other folks have told me from there you could like go up a level and be in some kind of like super supervising managing role if you wanted to continue. Oh, all right. Well, fantastic. So that worked out well for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. I signed up for route two, so not all of us did. <laughs> all right. So. And we met at Minnesota Recovery Connection through a training, the Forensic Peer Recovery Specialist. Oh, yes, I is. have the book right here. You've got I love book. books. This is <laughs> the Criminal Justice Academy, Understanding <laughs> the Criminal Justice Systems. Yes, I go. just heard forensic, forensic, period, forensic. 
And I was like, ooh, that sounds intense. I, I don't know that. what it is, but I want to do it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> right, I need some right. of that. I don't know any of it. <laughs> Give me some forensic. <laughs> All right, nice. Uh, yeah, so that was your introduction to um, the next level of the peer recovery specialist certification is the forensic piece where we're educating peer recovery specialists on the criminal justice system and in particular here in Minnesota how it works. So difference mm -hmm. between state, federal, county, all of those types of things so you can better assist people that you're already working with because what percent would you say are involved in the criminal justice system, the folks you <laughs> work with? I want to say close at least 90 percent oh, okay. like maybe that like in it currently or have dealt with it previously it just follows them around sure. like yeah at least 90 percent wow it's some you know capacity so somebody was thinking when they decided to go down this road and get that rolling right? excellent and because you finished that class we spent some time together in what i'm calling a master class mm -hmm. going inside a prison and uh, observing uh, group facilitation and learning about how stuff works, how to partner with the Bureau of Prisons. Uh, talk to us about your experience there. Oh, it was amazing. So that that initial training, there was a, a mountain of knowledge I gained from that, almost too much. I had to just, I think it was three days, right? Yeah. I had to sit back and really look at all the wonderful information. I took all these notes and I just had to condense them. but. There was a lot of things that I kind of already knew, uh, but there was way more things I didn't know, you know, and a lot of key things that you said specifically that really locked it in for me. And so when you uh, mentioned this master class, I, I cannot encourage enough that I feel like that is should be a requirement, that next level, because that's when all that training for the initially really sunk in and was immediately like, registered and put into work for me like yeah. real life here we are in the <laughs> facilities <laughs> yeah we spent four days together in the Wasika women's federal prison mm -hmm. um doing a class uh supposed to be on employment but employment readiness if you will but uh, we kind of mixed in a lot of stuff about re-entry because employment doesn't really matter if you don't have your act <laughs> together for re-entry yes yeah so uh, would we have 24, 25 ladies in that class? Mm -hmm. And uh, over four days, you get to know them. Mm -hmm. And eventually, most of the stuff we've talked about comes out in the class. You get to hear it and see it, right? Yes, the first hand. And I'm so glad that I was mostly observing, <laughs> you know, as you were leading. But yes, just gauging the room and really, again, like I said, seeing it in real life you know, just minimal interactions, just body language I was reading, just tones of voice, just how they interacted with each other and with us. And it was kind of a lot of observing Yeah. that I wouldn't get, you know, from TV shows or in class. No, you got being there right. um, made the most impact. Yeah. So uh, I was um, thrilled to have you and Tammy Washington come along and do, yes. do that with me. And I got to tell you, I don't know if I mentioned this to you in the past, but years ago, um, I brought quite a few people to Moose Lake State Prison with me for mm. a two-hour class, and nobody ever came back. 
<laughs> they just said, oh, this is way too intense. I couldn't do this. <laughs> so, uh -huh. I can confess something to you. Oh, yeah? So the first two days, you know, this, this is just me, let me tell you. Yeah. But I was so focused on making sure just to look at you. <laughs> and very, like I have ADHD, okay? So my mind will like, likes to jump around. And I was putting so much focus on that, my body, my eyes. My this happened to me in high school, and I would get so nervous and all kinds of things. My eyes started twitching. It was doing the twitchy thing that I used to have in high school. I knew I was way, way under a little bit of stress. Yeah. Uh, but it went away. Like by the second, the last two days, it, I was fine. But I was definitely yes. I could see why people might not want to come back. I twitchy bridge. Uh, well, you know, and how else are you, are people going to learn how to do this? Right. 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 Yeah, you got to come along with somebody who's been there and is doing it. You can observe, and you get a chance to uh, just kind of sit on the sidelines or jump in if you'd like. Well, and honestly, I I don't know if I would have participated if it was anybody but you. Okay. Okay. Seriously, because you just have a good, <laughs> calm manner, very wise, and also good sense of humor. So I trust oh, that you. helps. So yeah. that helps a lot. Tammy's a delight as well. <laughs> we did have fun. I could hide behind you too if I needed to. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, and these ladies, just for our audience, they, they were all part of a cosmetology program. Yeah. So they were all in a class. They're doing a year-long 1,500-hour cosmetology uh, certified program in mm -hmm. prison. So they'll, they'll be all ready to go when they get ready to leave. Yeah, what we brought to the table really totally worked, partnered perfectly with that program, right? Because they're doing right. that program to get a job. Right. And we came right in there with, now here's how the steps to do that, ABCs. Sure. And, um, here, you know, the internal, external barriers everybody faces when you leave. But mm -hmm. nobody wants to talk about that internal stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's, it was nice to add that piece with them. Um, yeah, we're looking forward to going down there again fairly soon. So, I just did the volunteer, the two-hour oh, training in tell me about that with Justin tell, McNeil. Yeah, tell me about that. It was very useful information. It's good <laughs> need to know um, things. You would think are common sense, but again, you know, you could cut out whatever you want here. But there was quite a few of just people that you know they must have a, they do have a lot of time on their hands and they do a lot of volunteer stuff so what but you're saying questions. is they're older people <laughs> i was trying to avoid you know i'm not an ageist but uh, oh, questions okay. like uh well, what about my socks can i wear specific socks with these shoes and the the trainer was like mm, well picture a hostage situation you might have to run with your socks or your shoes make sure that you wear this accordingly appropriate yep. socks yeah <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> that woke him up huh? i wouldn't think to ask that but it, it's good to know like i've never planned to wear heels ever volunteering in a facility but who knows on a whim oh trust me i've seen it and they did not allow those people in so, yes this is weird yeah, it's I weird i don't thinking. dress up to go into there yeah you shouldn't be doing that so yeah well good so now you finished your bureau of prisons volunteer training that that uh, makes you good for the next year. You have to do it mm -hmm. again, but now you can go into any of the federal facilities here in Minnesota. Yeah. So what are you thinking? What are you going to do with all that? Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah, so I got this second term uh, coming up. So my supervisor, Justin McNeil, again, shout out, 
pulled me in. He's like, you know, so start thinking about what you want to really focus on or, you know, they're all about building your yourself, you know, your knowledge base, what you want to do. And I'm very much geared towards this now. I feel like <clears throat> now that I've just been in there, I've been doing the, you know, I pictured a whole lot of things when I first started that training and to get in there, I could really connect with these women on so many levels, being a person in recovery myself. And so I definitely would love, I mean, honestly, those four days, Rocky, I have a list of things that I would love to see happen. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not in fantasy land, but they can always be there ready to go, especially the transitioning, you know, getting out and yeah. then going to those homes and um, getting that direct support where it's, you know, not there a lot of times. Simple things that I could easily put a list, get a couple people on the, you know, on that list to help me coordinate that, but it, it wouldn't be hard to set up and get it going but again it's a lot of people involved again so, simple you know, concept but connecting on the inside mm -hmm. uh, establishing some kind of relationship and then being there on the outside when they get out right fairly simple but you got to do it so. right just like a phone like i remember one of uh, the ladies in there was you know had been in there so long she didn't know anything about the new tech phones you know she had a flip phone right. back then right right so now the smartphone so just having yeah basic list getting her one of those i get the assurance or whatever the free government phones someone step by step getting her set up with that or here's the overthinker i could easily have a step by step step checklist of how to do that by yourself too kind of yeah thing. yeah but those things just at least initially make a person feel supported for success Yep, and on the guy side of things, guys don't like to ask for help. I don't know <laughs> if you've go. noticed that, but <laughs> it's just a tad. Yes, I have four boys. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like to ask for help, so you just assume they're going to need the help. You don't really talk much about it, and then when they get out, say, "Hey, here's the help." <laughs> right, right. And if nobody's looking, they'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you so crabby? I will ask my son. Yeah. Well, I haven't eaten all day. Why haven't you eaten anything all day? Well, I thought you were going to make something. Why are you just assume that? <laughs> that that's yourself. guy stuff right there. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. Um, so, um, are there other ways you think you relate to those ladies in prison besides the recovery piece? Well, I loved the exercise that you had where you have them list things that could be boundaries or challenges, right? Mm -hmm. And you predicted this, and we did talk about this in our initial training, but right away they go to things outside of themselves. Yeah. And then when we flip to that other column, realizing it's a lot of internal things, that's the only thing you're really going to be able to control right? and how to gauge that. That's huge. Yeah, and if so if you ignore those things, uh, you're on the fast track to come back. Oh, yeah, big time. Yep. Mm -hmm. build up fast. Yeah, you Take everything personally. And... You can have a phone and a job and transportation and all that, but if you haven't straightened your thinking out mm -hmm. and how you approach everything and just what is being a pro-social uh, member of the community all about, mm -hmm. um, something different has to happen. Mm -hmm. So, and in a positive, you know, way. And I feel like initially that training that we did is so important get, to get them right there, 
to start thinking about that. You know, they got yeah. a lot of time to think. And so it was great that we list those things out, you know, outside of yourself, in yourself, because I saw in their eyes when I peeked, you know, I did, did not do no staring, just that light bulb moment, because I remember that happened for me too, you know? Yeah. Of just, oh, okay, you know, so all kinds of outside elements. Um, if you allow it, will factor, but it all comes down to you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, most, and this is probably the next step for you. Uh, the, the next crucial step for them getting out is their time at the halfway house. Yes. So I, I don't think you've been over there yet. Roseville, right? Yep, Roseville. So uh, we'll figure out how to get in there. You have to be somewhat tactful. Okay. They're, they're pretty defensive over there. Sure, sure. I'm just a note taker. Uh, yeah. You know, visually, but if I can carry a pen and pencil, I'll be writing stuff down. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so we'll tackle that one next because it would be fantastic to set up three or four peer recovery specialists to uh, work with the ladies there. I, that would be huge. Yeah, yeah wouldn't huge. it? Huge. Yep. So, especially if you've started the relationship on the inside before they mm -hmm. get there so that would mm -hmm. be excellent yeah all right so um big things ahead for you pretty sure because you're taking all the right steps you're getting some good solid training together some good groundwork and yeah 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 um so two years from now what do you see um Living, I would like living in to a see... five-bedroom house with yeah, two sure. Maseratis. It's not, and... it's not about me, Rocky. <laughs> I know that you're not asking about me. Sure, sure. Ideally, I would love to see a program, you know, initially kicked off and somewhat, you know, being able to collect that data, but showing how useful it will be and starting simple. So I would love, like you said, right there, that key point, that halfway house, immediately, almost, it would be great if they kind of had a requirement, you know, it doesn't have to be this long set thing, just to connect with yeah. A person like me and that way you know at first it might be like oh, a thing I have to do but right away they're gonna see that I literally am here to support you I'm building that case for you you're right and right. I want to know what that looks like for you just having that person right there with you not pushing not pulling can really make a lot of uh, life change mindset changes like wow so there is at least one person that really cares about me yeah and that one person is connected to a network that can easily um, assist in just about any area that they have need especially when you've done a term like I learned so much in my term there are so almost too many resources out there now it can be very overwhelming it is very overwhelming and someone who's already been in a year <clears throat> like connecting with those resources I'm that direct link so they don't have to waste all this time try to find things out that a lot of times right people in those houses don't even know either because a lot of them do get outdated really quickly so just knowing that like you I remember you re-mentioning like they can get something useful for them information that will actually be you know legit you know right building that trust instead of pouring all that time into going over to a building and checking it out and uh, enroll in their program only to find out uh, pretty much dead end. And right. No COVID real, did a lot of yeah. that for yeah. us. It ended a lot of programs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you are right. That's interesting. You said we, um, we have almost too many resources here yes. in Minnesota. 
Yep. Yep. So navigating the land them. of ten thousand treatments. Oh, yeah. <laughs> plus a few more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there, there's lots in the reentry world and the recovery world, and it's interesting that those two worlds seem to be meshing now, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, um, we will have you on again fairly soon and see what the next steps have been like and uh, what's happening with the whole prison halfway house and peer recovery thing. All yeah, right. I'm full. I'm a full energy, like passionate person. <laughs> what I've no, learned really? in the last few years is this patience, yes. great virtue. Yeah, just very patient. I have no expectations anymore. Just go with the flow. Well, how did we define expectations? Um, premeditated disappointment. Yes, <laughs> so pretty much. Just keep your nose to the grindstone. Do the work. Do it right. Get better at what you're doing, and uh, you're right in the mix of things. So good stuff will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bridge, um, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. <laughs> Always a pleasure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'll see you uh, next week because I'm hanging out at your place quite a bit there at MRC. That's what I was going to say. I'll probably see you next week. You know, yeah, yeah. What. You've connected me already with some maintenance stuff. This is going to be working out his necessities. And you're just a great person to network and connect with. And I hope to you know be that person too and at least in a couple of years someone that yeah bridge she knows her stuff there you she go get you connected there you go if you want it <laughs> it takes a little while to get there but it's nice when you get there and you uh get some confidence and go yeah i do know one or two things you know so yeah that's good well, one thing, oh that's one thing i wanted to point out too yeah. i love what you said that in the that first training you know there's you a lot of people especially a person like myself i could tell when people were paid to care and I like how you just bluntly point out you know a lot of people are doing their position because they're paid for it but what's great about my position is trust me it's not the pay (laughs) I actually really care and I love initially breaking that stigma I love initially getting to work with people pretty right out the gate they could see that I really am doing it because I care yeah yeah well that'll show through pretty clearly so yeah follow through (laughs) consistency helps Uh. All right. Well, thanks again, and uh, we'll be seeing you around town. <laughs> yes, thanks, Rocky. All right. Thanks, Rich. Talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Please subscribe so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And check out our website at montageranchysolutions.com for trainings, consulting, materials you might need to up your game. This has been a Smart Compassion production made possible by Montage Reentry Solutions. Take care and live life, people.